Previously in the Vigilance, Jackie and Omega found the crow in a warehouse on the docks with two versions of the polecat. Eventually, the teens were able to leave with the crow after minimal violence. The crow revealed that the older polecat was his half-brother, with the younger being Jackie's cousin, and said that his brother was working on proving a conspiracy theory about the city's superheroes being controlled by an unknown force. Meanwhile, Casey, Joy and Speedrun met with Wireframe and found out that there is data running through the veins of both 1UP and Speedrun. When Wireframe offered a way to fix it at the cost of constant observation, 1UP tried to talk Speedrun into being the test subject. Speedrun called 1UP out and left in a huff, while Casey was told by Wireframe that she has yet another meeting with Taylor Good. How will Casey handle her business? Can Joy get over her crush on Speedrun? And how will Jackie react to her family drama? Find out in Vigilance number 6, The Bottom Line. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to Infinity City. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns. I'm your GM as we continue through Masks A New Generation, and I am joined as always by... Hello, hello everybody. I'm Allie. I use she pronouns or any pronouns you like. I play Joy Southbridge, who uses she, they pronouns, a.k.a. 1UP, the Janice. 1UP uses they, them pronouns. You can find me on the internet at Allie underscore Yakta underscore S. Hi, everybody. My name is Anita. I use she, her pronouns. That's she, like the butter, her pronouns. Tonight, I will be playing Omega Lanu, the soldier playbook. Omega uses they, them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter, if Twitter has not imploded by the time this airs, at Anita the Lesbian. That's Anita the Lesbian. Hello, everyone. I'm JB, aka Red, Black, Gold, and on all social media, my pronouns are she, they, and I am playing Jackie. I'm playing Jackie Cuervo Dawes. A.K.A. The Magpie. Hello, hello. My name is Nika. I use they-he pronouns, and I am playing Technojack, A.K.A. Casey, who uses they-she pronouns. And you can find me at most places previously as Gomisart, and from now on you will find me as Huolihukka at most places. And that's H-U-O-L-I. H-U-K-K-A. That means Worry Wolf in Finnish. After leaving Wireframes, there's like a couple panels of one-up surreptitiously changing back into joy mode and then hopping on the bus. As soon as Joy's on the bus, there's a little small panel that focuses in on her phone. And you can see that Joy just like starts sending out blast messages to the Discord, text to all of her friends, checking in with all of her parents. And she is so chronically online that it now has become expected for her to be off for long periods of time, but it's literally like the panel shows her phone just like buzzing, blowing up, absolutely like floods of messages coming in. And the next panel is her getting off the bus, heading upstairs to, you know, a, a nice apartment in not quite a ritzy neighborhood, but definitely like on the borderline. 
getting out of her apartment, taking the nice elevator upstairs, probably saying hi to a doorman on the way in, and then attempting just to burst into that apartment and just seamlessly integrate with all of the chaos that's already happening in there. There's probably like three panels, one of which is both of her dads trying to wrangle her younger brother, one of which is her sister Grace, like alone in her own room with her headphones on listening to music. And the last is Joy settling into her elaborate gamer setup in her own room, which has every bell and whistle you can think of. She's got four monitors. She's got a custom gaming chair, huge desk, fridge with drinks and snacks in it. She opens the fridge, pulls out like a neon colored beverage that looks extremely unhealthy, opens it up, takes a swig. As Joy boots up her computer and logs into the Infinity City Twitch equivalent, there is a message waiting for her in her inbox, and the preview says that it is from Architect, and the only message is that there is an image attached. Joy, in sort of automatic getting things done mode, mouses over to it and clicks on it without even really thinking about it. The image attached is very much professional looking, but it is also obviously like mass produced. This is copy from a company, but it is an image that essentially says that Architect has been watching your stream, they've been a fan of yours, and they are offering you and your stream, essentially, to be sponsored by them. So, the next panel is Joy opening a Discord chat window with her head mod, Narpus, and messaging, Hey, have you seen this? Do you know anyone else who they've sent this out to? They respond pretty quickly, and you get the message back on Discord that just says, Haven't heard about it. Not exactly uncommon, though. Probably trying to sponsor locals. Get good publicity after what happened before. Joy responds with a quick and simple KK and returns back to the window and just ignores it, but not before taking a picture of, like, just grabs a picture from her own phone of what the offer and things look like and save it for later in case it comes up naturally with the vigilance. Elsewhere in the city. I think Casey's going to go to sleep slightly early, but not before doing all kinds of stuff. Of course, Casey has to check up on her girlfriend because Casey still have a, hasn't checked back with her after we left the convention. When Casey pulls their phone up, she notices that she has not like an unhealthy amount of messages, but probably like four or five text messages. Basically, just some variation on, are you okay? Did anything happen? What's going on? Stuff to that extent. Mm -hmm. Casey just replies, like, 
hi, sorry, got caught up. Everything is fine. Just some hero work. Wanna meet up today? Or are you busy? She responds pretty quickly and just says, proud of you. She uses like the rainbow heart emoji. And then a second text is like a time and one of the fast food places in town. I don't think it's necessarily important which one. Mm. Casey responds, see you there. And some weird emojis, like the levitating guy in a suit emoji. We get the scene and it's the two of you eating at like an outside table because the weather's pretty nice. And like, I think Caitlin's got like a couple of french fries that she's got like stuffed in her mouth imitating some kind of animal or something. Just the two of you being dorks and sharing a laugh after a stressful day. At IFC. Jackie puts her hand on her forehead and sort of looks at her dad and is like, didn't we like just have a conversation about like secrets and whatnot? I feel like we've talked about secrets like rather a lot. And this hasn't come up until now. And I'm extreme. What? This feels like something that you, that we should have heard about earlier. Just, I, I feel like you should have told me way before this point. I didn't withhold it on purpose. It never really seemed important what with everything else going on. I had them under control up until here recently and... Didn't want you involved in the mess that your grandfather created. Omega has been very confused at the way that Jackie's family seems to treat her. And just has been confused throughout today. And as Jackie's dad is just like gaslighting a little bit, I think Omega is just going to say... No, this is not a normal thing. It could have come up very naturally, even before superpowers. This is not normal. Jackie's going to say, Yeah, no, this, this really, really isn't normal. Like, th this is absolutely a thing, regardless of any of having them under control, what Ever that means, that's still hiding like half of the family from me, a person who is, you know, related to these people. I still should know who they are. Like, that's not, it's not a normal thing to do. That's not an okay thing to do. Kind of concerned that you think it's a good thing to do. He just kind of sighs and says, You're right, Jackie, it's just... I'm sorry, I didn't know your uncle decided he didn't want to be part of our family a while back, and it didn't seem like a good thing to bring him into a situation he didn't want to be in. But from now on, 
I promise no more secrets between the two of us. Okay. Okay. I will accept that, providing there's not like six other people we just wind up being related to out of nowhere. As far as I know, these are the only two. When your grandfather had his encounter with the original polecat, he found out who she was. Things happened between them, and, well, I ended up with a oh, half-brother. I see. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense, but, huh. Well, I, I've read about them a little bit in one of the things where I guess, I guess that was about the original one. I didn't realize how serious that got. Oh, boy. I don't know if it was all that serious or if it was a heat-of-the-moment thing. Your grandfather really doesn't talk about it. I guess the... Men in this family have a thing for not talking about hmm. their history. Sure seems it. Well, okay, then what was the thing they were talking about earlier? I mean, not that them being related to us immediately gives them more credence. I was confused about that anyway, honestly. But what were they talking about? Your uncle has this conspiracy theory that somehow somebody is controlling the heroes in this city. He says that every time there's crime, the same heroes pop up and get the job done. He thinks that there's somebody funding some sort of secret hero organization. I'm not sure exactly. He's never exactly been trustworthy with information like that, so I try to ignore him as much as possible, and he ends up doing this, ruining Cape Con for us and everybody that came out to see us, making a whole big scene, and it's just gonna be another mess of his that I have to uh, clean up. Interesting. Omega, what do you think? Did it seem like he had a point? A little bit we'll see on the panel when the crow brings up that the polecat is looking into a secret organization that has something to do with like a network of heroes that no one knows about omega like stills i think they had been looking like back and forth from like both of you trying to wrap their head around a big ball of family mess but sort of like focused in and it probably takes like a second for you to like call Omega back. And when you get their attention, they probably say like, I'm sorry, but did you want my insight on? This is a lot to take in. Uh, do you think there is a, uh, a bit of a conspiracy about there being like an organization controlling the various heroes and whatnot? Omega will stare at you, like, intently for, like, a beat longer than feels normal. And will break the silence with, It seems like your uncle is carrying on a tradition of villainy. I would be hesitant to put too much credence into what he says. But it is Infinity City. 
anything could happen. Omega will turn to the crow and say, You said you had the poor cat handled. How exactly have you handled it? They did just orchestrate a attack on Cape Con. That is not something a hero can just overlook. Their attack was not on Cape Con. It was on me. And, well, it wasn't even really an attack so much as kidnapping. And with all due respect, Omega, I think this is family business. I mean, Dad, on the one hand, I would agree. But also... I think this is a thing that my team deserves to know, particularly if they've already been kind of a bit involved in this already. The crow just sort of stands up and looks at the two of you and says, Jackie, your team is not your family. That's part of being a hero in this city is separating business from family and personal life. And once you're able to do that a little bit better, we can have this conversation again. And then he's going to turn and walk out. I think that's going to make her think of the fact that this is like strike five of her dad keeping things from her until like a moment where it is uh, until like a very late moment in the game after like having interacted with directly with whatever that thing is after already kind of facing the consequences after already like high key being in danger because he decided to keep the secret so she's going to think about that and then start to think a little bit more about other moments in the past that might possibly lend credence to this theory of a large organization maybe controlling the more senior heroes of the city. And I think she's going to turn to Omega and say, Honestly, I kind of want to go back to the lab. I kind of have a few more questions for them. And it doesn't seem like my dad's going to be answering any more of them. Omega, as Jackie says that, you feel your phone vibrate. And it is a text from Janine, your social worker, who helps you balance your social life and core work. And it just says, how did things go today? Omega is going to hear the suggestion of, let's go back to the villain slayer. Then, like, look up and just see a text from a very familiar like the first like normalcy in deep quotations like normal relationship that they've had and i think they are just going to base plant like bend over and just forehead on the table oh are you are you good there buddy I don't know. I, um, thought I would be more well-prepared for this. You messed up so much today. And I just kept messing up. And I was supposed to have you back and, like, follow your lead. And then I punched your uncle. 
and I messed up everybody's computer. It's been a long day. Omega will peel the forehead up off of the linoleum table and take two steadying breaths and just say, then I was younger. I thought I knew what a hero was. And I thought that I knew what heroes did and how it would feel and that it would be a lot more simpler than it is now. But when I gotten here and started doing the work, I think I have lost sight of that ideal that I had imagined when I was younger. But what do you fight for in the middle of everything? I think I fight for hope, as in hope that like things can be different and that things can still be fine. Hope that anything that we run into, any issue that's ongoing, hope that it can be resolved. Hope that I can do something to make the world better. Hope that, like, the future will be better than the day before. And I think, barring that, I fight for the hope that I can do my best. Omega has had, like, a bit of a wild look in their eye for a minute, but it focuses as you speak, and there is rapt attention being paid. And when Jackie finishes that speech about hope and perseverance and trying their best to make things even a little bit better, there's a little bit of a pause and then like a bit of a chuckle that grows into just full-fledged laughter in the middle of this IFC. And they will sort of just like blurt out you sound exactly like a comic book that I read when I was, oh, just coming into the city. Well, I, well, that comes with the territory. That comes with the territory. Comes with the job. It's what we do, I guess. It is a good cause. Well, I sort of figure out what I am doing here. You mind if I adopt yours for a little while? Sounds good to me. Omega is going to look into Jackie's eyes, feel themselves like blush a little bit, and then sort of like pull away, break eye contact kind of awkwardly, and just say, <clears throat> So, where do you stay? It has gotten late. We can go home. We can go. Talk to your uncle and cousin. We can hang out with Samantha. I still live at my dad's house, and I'll be honest, I kind of don't want to talk to him today. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a night at the base. Omega was, like, offering, let's go hang out with Samantha and then, like, figure out what we want to do. But, like, upon realizing, oh, we're maybe sleeping here, would also just be like, I do have a studio apartment. 
it is big enough for like people to sleep in there. But like if we're sleeping at the base, that's cool. But yeah, Omega's gonna feel very ick if we're staying all the way over. But it'll it'll be fine and good as long yes. as Omega gets to hang out with Samantha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we get a couple of panels of Jackie and Omega playing with Samantha. Omega giving her chunks of, like, non-specific meat. And then, eventually, the two of you get tired and crash for the night. Omega, like, takes out their phone and just goes through, looks at, like, Janine's text thread, closes Janine's text thread, looks at the group text thread where all of the happenings of today on the other half of the group has been and it's a lot and i don't think omega can deal with it right now we're on the docks smells funny i think omega's just gonna sleep on it and we'll probably be cuddled up with samantha by the time that jackie is about to like show omega where the bunk beds are in Joy's bedroom. Joy gets essentially no sleep whatsoever. This is like a chronic thing for her. So she basically, from the time she gets home to, I would say, you know, the wee hours of the morning is on stream. And I think right now there's probably a CapeCon associated in-game event for Soup Swap. So I think that she's essentially doing like a marathon stream of that all night long. What is Joy's reaction when she sees a new subscriber notification pop up on her Twitch overlay? And it is from XX underscore speedrun underscore XX. Joy's a popular enough streamer that I think she definitely has the automatic like, oh, th thanks so much for the sub. Really appreciate it. And like leans in to look to see, to shout out the username, sees xx underscore speedrun underscore xx, and will just kind of like stutter for a second and say, uh, xx speedrun, that's welcome to, the, welcome to the channel. And then go straight back into, you know, talking about the lore of some card that she just pulled or or something like that. They're not going to say anything in chat, but you do know that Speedrun is subscribed to your channel now. Yeah, I definitely think Joy will not address them directly beyond welcome to the channel, but will all throughout the night, like more so than usual to the point that the rest of chat is pointing it out, will be like, hanging chat, what? What do you guys think I should do next? Or do you think I should, you know, pull the double power strat right now? Or do you think I should do a hero block? Like, what What do you guys think I should do? Just literally over and over and over again, just scanning the sides of the chat just to see if that username pops up again. As Joy is reading through chat over and over, the name Speedrun never pops up. At the Everett House. When... Casey gets home, they promised Wireframe that they're going to make a good impression. So they're going to find their nice clothes 
And iron them out. I think at some point, as Casey is ironing their clothes out, their dad comes and does the, like, shoulder lean in the doorway move. And just says, something big going on tomorrow? Yeah, I got another meeting with Architect. I might have hacked their unhackable car again by accident. How do you accidentally hack a car? I forgot I was, well, not, it was an emergency. It was the first car I found that I was able to use. And apparently they're not happy about that because I promised I wouldn't hack their unhackable car again, but. Well, and I think he rubs the back of his neck. Like Casey's dad very much is in over his head. Just, like, mm -hmm. as a personality trait. At this point, it's a core part of who he is as a person. But he's trying. And I think he says, if you can hack it twice, I guess it's not really all that unhackable. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they'll understand it was for a good purpose. I think she chuckles a bit and goes like, yeah... I really hope they will see it like that. I'm I'm kind of worried that they're more more concerned about their reputation because it seems I have a tendency of ruining that. But hey, here's hoping I I'll win them over with my amazing personality. Right? Cut to the next morning. As Casey is sitting alone in Taylor Good's office. Taylor is sitting in a large leather office chair behind an equally impressive desk. It is immaculately put together, as is Taylor. Casey has a suit on and she said she's going to wear her good and professional tie. So she has like... Uh, black necktie on and her hair is brushed but otherwise it's as messy as normal but you can tell it's brushed at least because there's some sparkles drawn around it and she looks nervous but is trying to smile like this is fine this is fine <laughs> there's about three panels that are just the two of you looking very blankly at each other, Taylor keeping a stoic look on his face. And then he folds his hands on top of his desk and says, So do you want to explain what happened this time and why you went back on what you said at a very public press conference that I remind you was seen all across this city, if not the country? Well... As you might know from following the news, there was an incident downtown Infinity City where me and One Up were chasing after a speedster called Speedrun, and we really had to catch up with them. And the first thing available to me was an art car. I I can assure you I did not do this out of spite or as a joke. I just 
really needed to use the whatever was the best option for me at the time. And I'm really sorry about it. And Casey's trying really hard to not say also it's really easy to hack. Taylor's brows furrow as he looks at Casey and says, We can't keep having this happen. Can't have it turn into a habit, Mix Everett. This is completely unacceptable. Our lawyers have been putting in massive amounts of work just since yesterday. You've cost this company millions, if not close to billions, in stock and funds and company trust. It's completely inexcusable. Casey's uh, tapping their leg and, like, is clearly nervous about this. And goes, like, well, uh, I'm... I'm truly sorry. I I know it uh, might not seem like that, but I really am not trying to ridicule architect or anything. I uh, am I in well, that's a stupid question. Of course, I am in trouble, but like is there any way I can this up to you? He opens up a drawer on the other side of his desk and pulls out a small stack of paper that he puts on top of it between the two of you and says, This is a contract. From now on, Technojack works for Architect. And if you break this contract... I will personally see to it that you were sued for an amount so astronomically high that your great-grandchildren will be in debt to us. Do you understand? 